Hi, everybody. It's Stefan Mullen from Freedom Made Radio. I bow to the wishes of the community and will provide some thoughts on the movie Loopers. This is going to be a spoiler fest. So if you haven't seen it, don't watch this. Basic story is um, in the future, there's hitmen who go back in time and shoot people, dispose of the bodies in the past and so on. And the young hitman uh, is a, a drug addict and uh, sleeps with uh, prostitutes and so on. And he's had a bad childhood, as he talks about later in the film. He's an orphan. He found himself on a train um, heading into the city and so on. His mother sold him to a thief gang and so on. So he had a bad childhood. This is one of the reasons why he self-medicates with drugs and uh, is uh, coldly indifferent to, to murder. Uh, now, in the future, uh, they, um, they close the loops, as they say. So the older, uh, the, you, you have to shoot your older self. They send them back in time. You shoot the older self and so on. And that's how they close the loops and all that. So uh, Bruce Willis plays the older version of himself. Now, this hitman, this repeated serial murderer, he uh, finds a woman who rescues him, who gets him off drugs, who loves him, who supports him, who turns uh, their life into a great thing. And then... Uh, the crime syndicate comes in and kills the wife. And so the older guy decides to go back in time and kill off the children. Um, he can narrow it down to three. He kills off the children in order to prevent the child from growing up to be a crime lord to kill his wife. And, you know, it's all kinds of fun Stephen Hawking brain-exploding stuff. Now, the one thing that is really noticeable about this is, first of all, there is the identification that a bad adulthood very likely comes from a bad childhood. I mean, this is very new. Uh, there was the, you know, the sort of a, a fixed killer guy, right? The the Edmund of, um, of of King Lear, who has no particular reason to be bad. He's just bad. Uh, he's thwarted in his succession plans, and therefore he just becomes this killer or whatever. But there's never, in the past, there was really not much mention made of people's childhoods. Now it's pretty much commonplace that if you have a bad guy, at some point, you will hear about his history, and his history will have been really bad as a child. That's positive, I guess. But the problem is that the identification of childhood vulnerability as so often the source of adult dysfunction, as I've said uh, before, uh, all dysfunction is the avoidance of legitimate grieving. There is a tough guy mentality about how to solve the problems of childhood pain. There is there's two poles, right? So uh, on the one pole, someone is going to come into your life and clean you up and fix you up and make you better and make your soul whole and healthy. And that's the uh, oriental woman who comes into the killer's life and makes him into a great person. Um, this, of course, is a massive fantasy. It's the idea that some external love agent is just going to find the good buried deep inside a serial killer and turn him into a great guy. And uh, it's just a fantasy. It's a way of avoiding the work that you have to do to deal with your history, to deal with your past, to go through whatever legitimate grieving and rage needs to you need to go through, if that was your history. Uh, it's the, the fantasy, that salvation, that the, the big heart-love cavalry is going to ride over the horizon and save you from the Indians of your own invention or your own avoidance. And this is... Very, very tragic. This is how people get stuck in dysfunction as they imagine that there's some external solution to internal problems. There is no external solution to the problem of inner pain. Uh, this is a work that you have to do yourself. So that's one. The idea that, and, and the other idea, which is really correlated to the first idea, is the idea that 
uh, violence will also solve your problems. Um, either murder or suicide, which are really the two things that are approached as solutions to this problem. Uh, there, are, there are two things, right? So the young man, in order to avoid the older man uh, killing one of the kids, uh, he kills himself, which erases the older man. And so, so there's this, um, the violence is going to solve it. Now, the violence plus the externality of the solution are really two sides of the same coin. Because if you're waiting, I mean, imagine if you're waiting someone who's promised to be there and it's cold and it's wet and right. But if they're an hour late or two hours late and you couldn't go anywhere, you could, right, you'll be really angry and you'll be quite aggressive, I would imagine, uh, and upset if you know, they didn't call, you have your cell phone and whatever. Oh, I just forgot. You'd be upset. So if you're waiting for something that is not coming, you tend to get more angry. And so waiting for an external solution to internal agony only raises your level of aggression because you're expecting something to come, which is never going to come. And because of that, you end up getting more angry, which is why the solution is murder or suicide. Uh, the, the, anything to avoid an examination of the internal state. So as a movie, I think it's fairly good entertainment. It's really, really violent and uh, uh, kind of disturbing that way. But um, the gruesomeness of the history, which is not examined. I mean, imagine, I'm not saying it would be an action-packed sequence, but if the younger version of like the younger version of the killer decides to go into uh, therapy and uh, examine himself and really confront his inner demons, then that would change the course of the future. And so there is a kind of suicidality. And many people, of course, would rather suffer the most unbelievable negative events in their life rather than introspect and, and follow Socrates' first commandment, know thyself, not shoot thyself in the chest, not travel through time to prevent a kid from becoming a murderer. And, and in this they do say, right? So because the kid, uh, the, the, the young kid who's going to grow up to be the crime lord because his mother is not killed and, and so on, uh, he doesn't become a crime lord. So there is a chance of change in the future. But uh, it's very cynical about the capacity of the existing generation to save themselves, to introspect, to learn about themselves, and so to avoid a repetition that really is just a, a suicidality that is the best option. But that's a pretty grim depiction. Uh, I'm extremely hesitant to say that there are people past redemption. I think that uh, anybody can wake up, almost anybody can wake up in the morning, look in the mirror and say, it's time to equate myself with my history and learn how to free myself from this endless cycle of human aggression. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon.